You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. the Spittin' Statistician. And you are listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Of course, a big shout-out to all our sports byline affiliates around the country and with the American Forces Radio Network around the world. Big shout-out to all the servicemen and women who are, you know, using the Spittin' Statistician as a little taste from home. I appreciate doing so. I got my boy Donnie Burns with me on the ones and twos, keeping it so hot that we sweat steam. If you want to get at me this hour, you can do that at 844 844- 8436879 and as always get at us on Twitter we got some polls up there right now at FNTSY radio and of course you can follow me at spitting speeds we got some talk here because the NFL draft is coming up on Thursday and now there's two Jabril Peppers and Reuben Foster have both said now have failed a drug combi- a combine test with a quote unquote diluted sample okay and here's what's very interesting Joe Thomas offensive tackle of the Cleveland Browns tweeted today in the NFL if you have a diluted sample they let you take the test over again how is it inconsistent with the NFL Combine? What does this mean? Are these two guys entering the program now? So we got a poll question up there. Do you agree that a diluted sample should count as a failed drug test? Yes or no, you could get on that poll. Also, we're talking about the NBA. Yo, we got a big show. I got my boys Jason and Ken joining the cypher. We're going to talk NBA playoffs. I got a poll question up. How much will missing Steve Kerr actually impact the Golden State Warriors title run? That's something I want to know. You know, we got options like not at all. Did you see last? night within five minutes it was over and I could go to bed or will it have an impact later on you know maybe it will when we're talking about the Spurs or the Rockets or the Cavs or do you think the Warriors will not win it if Steve Kerr is not on the bench we're going to get into that with my boys like I said we're going to do NFL draft breakdown as well we talked to you guys about the running back position yesterday we're going to talk about the quarterback position Watson Trebinsky Mahomes all of that come on back right after this we're going to have a great time it's your boy Speeds the Spitting Statistician you're listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spitting Statistician. You're listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Let's get into Speeds' starting lineup right now. We're going to switch it up a little bit because we're going to go hard NBA a little bit later on. So I got to give you, like we always do, my starting lineup to help you win your league and win that cash. In Major League Baseball, Ryan Braun left yesterday with a bruised foot. He fouled the ball off his foot. I got to tell you the truth. I have been playing baseball for about 15 to 20 years. My guest later on can attest to that. I have never fouled a ball off my foot. I don't know what that experience is like, but it happens all the time in Major League Baseball. And I got to tell you something. I play pretty high-level baseball, but that's what happened to Ryan Braun. Jock Jock Peterson, outfielder for the Los Angeles Dodgers, he's going on the 10-day DL with a groin issue. They called up hotshot rookie. Keep an eye on Bellinger. That is coming up. Zach Brennan, the closer for the Baltimore Orioles. He's on target for a Friday rehab return. Coming back from the forum. Rajai Davis, though, goes to the 10-day DL with a hamstring injury. Remember 
though, uh, Donnie, I know you remember Donnie B. We um we had licensed certified athletic trainer Thomas Lowe on before. Asked him about that rash of hamstring injuries that happened at the beginning of the season, and I thought it was because it was still cold out there in most of these northeastern cities in April. But he also said people changing team to team when you are working with a new trainer, just a new stretching and training regimen could be enough that the body adjusts, and that's why you see some of those as well. We'll add Rajai Davis to the list. In the NFL, Adrian Peterson and the Saints have agreed to a deal, but Mark Ingram, they are now reporting, is still the lead back. So if you had Mark Ingram on your dynasty teams, on stuff like that, he is still the lead back in New Orleans. And we've been talking about this New England Patriots running back situation, how now Mark Gillisley is a Patriot after the Bills did not you know, sign that offer sheet. LeGarrette Blunt and the New York football giants are said to have mutual interest in each other. LeGarrette Blunt, 18 touchdowns, 1,800 yards, LGBT he writes he still could not get a Pro Bowl nod, even with that great season last year. Uh, Martavis Bryant has been reinstated by the NFL after 407-day suspension. That is a solid wide receiver, too, for Pittsburgh. Remember, you know, coming up to the draft, this maybe impacted their strategy. All right, let's keep it moving, though, here on Speeds' is Cypher. Um, yesterday, I gave you Amir Garrett as a DFS pitcher, and the role, and the wheels just fell off. I apologize, okay? Listen, I give you what you need to win your leagues and win that cash. Sometimes you ride with me, sometimes you don't. I'm here and I'm, I'm, I'm accountable. I'm accountable, okay? Unlike Agent Orange in many fashions, big shout out to the American Forces Radio Network. Yo, he didn't do his thing. 3.1 innings pitch. He gave up nine. His ERA went from 1.84 all the way to 5.09 in one start. That is what you get early on here in the Major League Baseball season, these these averages, these ratios fluctuate a lot. Tonight, you got Clayton Kershaw. He's $10,700 on FanDuel. I am trying to beat him. The way I think you do it is with Michael Waka, who is $7,700 for the St. Louis Cardinals tonight. He's got a two, he's 2-1 two and one with a 2.41 ERA going up at home against the Toronto Blue Jays. Remember, though, Josh Donaldson out of that lineup on the DL with the calf injury. Now, Troy Tulowitzki also on the DL for the Toronto Blue Jays. That lineup is not as fearsome as you may think, and I like the way Michael Waka has been performing with all these rainouts. You got to go somewhere where you could, uh, you know, maybe get that quality start. What we're going to do, though, here... With the NFL draft. And, yo, we are doing big things here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. On Thursday, live NFL draft coverage with the fantasy executive. My man, Corey Parson, is going to be leading that, telling you all the things you need to know. Who is drafting who? Who just lost their job? For example, someone's going to draft Leonard Fournette. Someone's losing their job. Might it be you, Frank Gore? Might it be you, Chris Ivory? Someone is losing their job on Thursday night. We're going to be covering all of that. He's going to come on to Fantasy Freestyle. Also, big things. My boy, Joey Pisapia, is coming on the Friday show on the Fantasy Freestyle, breaking down day one, looking ahead to the second and third round, and that's where it's really won. That's where you're getting your starters. I heard Bill Polian today say 65% of the NFL are players that were either drafted in rounds four or later or were undrafted free agents. So that's when the real work is done. But I'm going to spotlight our quarterbacks today, okay? Let me first tell you, this is not two years ago. This is not Jameis Winston and Marcus Mariota. This is not even next year. Let me tell you something. As a Jets fan, I hope we go 2-14 and 14 so that next year I can get Sam Darnold out of USC or Josh Rosen out of UCLA. This draft class is not next year's class. It is maybe around the same level as last year with Goff and Wentz, okay? I don't know if these guys you're hearing about, whether it be Watson or Trubisky or Mahomes, is really that franchise guy. 
But let me tell you who I like. First of all, okay, you got to like Deshaun Watson, okay? That's the poise that he has, that leadership quality, which I believe is still the number one quality you need to have. This be a leader of men in the huddle, right? And Deshaun Watson did that against this vaunted Alabama defense that some people thought was the best college defense of all time. Deshaun Watson in two national championship games scored over 80 points and shred them. So you got to like that, okay? You got to like that. But remember what I said in the huddle. That is my concern with Deshaun Watson. The commu- with these, all these spread offenses. The college game is now actually so much different than the pro game. You don't know if Deshaun Watson can command the huddle. You don't know if he can actually spit out the verbiage of a play in the huddle. You don't know if offensive linemen can get into a three-point stance because of these spread offenses. That is my only concern with Deshaun Watson, but I like him, and I think he should be the first quarterback off the board. Let's talk, though, about Mitchell. Don't call me Mitch Trebinsky from you. University of North Carolina. I do not like this cat. Okay, this cat reminds me of Jared Goff. This cat reminds me of Blake Bortles, Bortles service. Okay, this is a guy. This is a guy who only had 13 college starts and only went eight and five. Okay, this is a guy who may have a great arm, may have all the tools, may have a 67 completion percentage while even under pressure, which is nice, but he comes off as aloof to me. And John Gruden said the same thing. Do you guys see like that John Gruden quarterback camp? He really breaks everybody down. Then he applies it on the field. I think this is the same kind of story as one of these other guys kind of coming out of nowhere. May have the arm, but remember, do they have the leadership? Are you going to look into the eyes of an eight-year veteran offensive tackle and command presence in that huddle when you were just barely doing it in the spread offense at what's really a basketball school in North Carolina? I don't think so. I'm telling you, I am fading. I am fading Mitchell. Don't call me Mitch Trebinsky. I'll tell you who I do like, though. I like this Patty Mahomes kid out of Texas Tech. Okay, I like Patty Mahomes, and here's why. This is a straight-up gunslinger, okay? Uh, Pro Football Focus had him rated as, like, the second best on deep throws. Again, though, a spread system. This guy makes what they call, like, the hero throws. You hear, like, the gunslinger, Brett Favre. You hear that about, you know, uh, all sorts of guys that just like to sling it deep. Jay Cutler, things of that nature. That's who this kid is going to be. It depends on the system that he's in. I'm hearing that Bill O'Brien and the Houston Texans really like this kid at 25. I'm telling you right now, he's not going to be there at 25. People are going to go up for this kid. I'm thinking about a couple of teams that have starters in place that are getting a little long in the tooth. Most specifically, the Arizona Cardinals. It is time to consider who will be replacing Carson Palmer while and cultivate that when you still have David Johnson at the top of his game over there. Outside of that, there's going to be some other guys, okay? Deshaun Kaiser out of Notre Dame. This guy, this guy's real high on himself. He says he has Tom Brady's mind in Cam Newton's body. Yet he got benched at Notre Dame. So I don't know about this kid. I think he's going to need to eat a little bit of humble pie as well. He's going to need to go into a system where he's going to be the backup for three years. Maybe this is where, you know, your Steelers make a draft pick. Your Giants make a draft pick. Your Chargers make a draft pick. Once again, some of these guys, remember that 2003 or four draft class, the Eli Mannings, the Ben Roethlisbergers, the Phillip Rivers, where there has been news about their heir apparent in all three cities. So they are going to be looking for that as well as Arizona Thinking about Carson Palmer's replacement. I'm going to tell you, though, I got a sleeper, and it's Chad Kelly out of Ole Miss. This guy has the pedigree. Yes, you know that Kelly name. Kelly Strong, like Jim Kelly of the Buffalo Bills. Yep, same DNA. 
Chad Kelly went to Ole Miss, was a slinger, beat Alabama. Off-field concerns, though, wasn't invited to the Combine. And also, check this out, at his pro day, he got hurt and had wrist surgery. That, you know, people don't know about him, but I think if he gets in the right situation and has a chance to develop, Chad Kelly might be one of your, you know, Dak Prescott's this year. Don't sleep on Nate Peterman out of Pitt or Josh Dobbs out of Tennessee as well. But check it out. That's enough football talk. When we come back, I got my boys. They're going to join the cypher here on the Fantasy Freestyle. We've got so much stuff to talk about as it relates to the NBA playoffs, as it relates to the rest and the schedule, fouling people, the melodrama in New York. So much stuff to cover with my boys. We're going to be doing that right about now. Come on back after the break. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, Speeds, the spitting statistician. You're listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. And, of course, all the servicemen and women out there on the American Forces Radio Network. We out. Come on right back. You know what it is. This is your boy, Dane Martinez, a.k.a. the Spittin' Statistician. You're listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Yo, NBA playoffs are going on right now. We got some big Game 5s in the first round. A lot of storylines going on that I want to get into with my special guests here, NBA correspondents on the Fantasy Freestyle. I got my boys, Kenton Kirby and Jason Jesus on, on Mondays when we got the Fantasy First Look. Joe Galina is the Fantasy Jesus. I got my boy, Hove. Vasito, Jason, De Jesus. We're going to get into right now. How you guys feeling joining the show? Chilling, oh, man. Good, good, man. To, good to see you, That's brother. what it is. We're joining the cypher. And I got my boy Donnie Burns. Donnie Burns brings it. First of all, did y'all know Donnie Burns is the coach of a national AAU team that are going to nationals, right? Donnie Burns. How are the kids doing? First of all, I got to ask you, oh, nice. how are the Lions doing? Are we are we paying for the flight? What's good? Yeah, we're going to head out in about three weeks, so it should be good. Okay, and so we, we took out the state. Now we're going. Oh, yeah. We took down the New Jersey state title. We're going for the Nationals. Get it. Oh, get, get it. Get it. You know what it is. Yo, and I'm telling you, if you win Nationals, y'all can come on the show for real. Oh, you know, I'm pretty much on this thing all the time considering I produce it. Fair so. enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. All right, so here's where we want to get into the cypher. We we on the East Coast, right? We on the East Coast. So let's start in the Eastern Conference because also many people would probably argue that is a simpler conversation, mm-hmm. right? Going into the playoffs, there were so many questions about the Cavaliers' defense. They gave up like a 24-point lead one day. Could they switch it on and off? You know, And all of a sudden, four games later, it's a wrap. We got Paul George talking smack about his teammates' positioning, in my opinion, positioning himself for free agency You know, to make sure that he splits and goes to Los Angeles. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. But are all the fears gone? That's, I guess, my big question for you guys. Or do you think, like, it's, you know, express past LeBron to the finals, seventh straight year, or do you see anyone in the East that can derail that? Like, is the Eastern Conference a moot point? All right, I think, I'll say this. I feel uh, the Cavs go where LeBron goes, right? Sure. I feel in this, uh, this series, I mean, they still were a little shaky on defense, but I feel at the end of the day, LeBron wills himself and wills his team to the next level. Okay, do you think, do you think I mean, he's probably not, a, you know, Nervous yeah. about anybody, right? But yo, Donnie Burns and me, we were talking about how the Washington Wizards and that backcourt of Beal and Wall, we would have liked to have seen that. We've been talking about like who could pop up and challenge Cleveland. You know, Toronto, we were very on the fence about. And and Donnie, why why were you so into the Wizards as a potential threat in the East? Yeah. So here's the thing with my Raptors. We talked about this, uh, I, I believe, yesterday. Yeah. The Raptors are not scoring at the pace they normally do. Like they've had wins where they only had 77 points, shooting three for 23 in like the first half. That's not normal Raptor play. I know they got Kyle Lowry back a little bit before the playoffs. Right. So I'm just, 
they're not complete to me at this point. The only team I think that could challenge them is the Washington Wizards. We've been talking Washington, right? But, but where's John, Gortat? I know. Where's Gortat right now? If Gortat continues to do that, John Wall's going to have to up his game even more. And he's even averaging more? Like, I know. He's averaging like 29 points and 11. He's ridiculous. But don't... That's the only road. I mean, who's Cleveland going to play next? The winner of Toronto and Milwaukee? I think that's easy, easy cake. All right, all right. Jason, let me get you in here right real here. quick. Uh, I'm talking Eastern Conference. We're throwing out Washington, throwing out maybe Toronto. You know I love the Greek freak and all, but is it a, is it a fait accompli in no, the East? Nobody. It's a fabricated story. I mean, you, fake news? Fake news. Fake news. news. <laughs> I consider this fake news. Uh, okay, okay. Cap, Any threat in the East is fake news. <laughs> it's fake news. You know, they're talking defense. Um, you know, before the regular season ended. Right. You had a couple of injuries, but you know what they were saying? They were talking about defes- defensive efficiency. Yeah, yeah. You know talk to me about defensive. Yeah, talk to me. It's a simple stat. Talk to me about it. Uh, the number of points a team allows per 100% uh, possession. Possession, sure. Right? Yeah. So it doesn't keep in mind... Uh, style of play, okay. opponents. You were, so we're trying to get to apples versus apples. I, yeah. I don't, Educate I don't, a brother. I, 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 I don't <laughs> feel that it, 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 it's uh, it's a story where you have seven other teams, so you take a look at these seven teams and you think maybe. <laughs> but it's not it's it's not a real thing. Okay, but let me. Okay, so. I, I, I think we're all coming to consensus here. We think the East is going to go down, and once again, LeBron James will find his way to the finals. I do got to say something, though. I want to give a shout-out to the Milwaukee Bucks on a number of yes. levels. Yeah. Yeah. On a number of levels. And one is this has been a complete emergence of the Greek freak, Giannis Antetokounmpo. And, Donnie, I know you love the Greek freak as well. But two questions. One... What would this team be like with a healthy Jabari Parker? Yeah. You know, I mean, we don't even forget about what was he, number one, number two pick, right? And then, I don't know if you guys saw, but I'm giving props to the Milwaukee Bucks. Do you see how hard they are trolling the Toronto Raptors in this series? <laughs> Playing the Barney theme music yeah. when they're introducing players. Their their mascot their mascot was talking about um, why don't, don't the Toronto Raptors have a website and it was because they couldn't string three W's together like WWW. <laughs> they were saying it was all sorts of things. So like talk to me about in the longer term. Like this LeBron domination is not gonna last forever. Yeah. Right? So how how do how could the East in the cycle of life here in the Eastern Conference, could the Greek freak and Jabari Parker, Greg Monroe off the bench as a yeah. max player? Do you see them as the up and coming team in the East maybe? Oh, no question about it. I mean, I'll say this. I feel, uh, especially going back to the trolling of the team, it sounds, sure, very, sure. Much, sounds very much like Jason Kidd. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's totally true. a Jason Kidd move, That's true. Man. Jason Kidd, this is the <laughs> totally man This is a man who, while coaching, will knock a cup of coffee onto yes. the floor <laughs> just to get an extra kind of time out. Yo, Donnie, do you do that at the AAU level? Of course not. I'm a professional, Dave. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Keep going, though, But in some circles, Jason Kidd's considered a professional. But, in um, some circles. <laughs> but I'll say, I mean... The Greek Freak is really is this coming out party this year. Adding adding Jabari would have been I can't imagine what this series would be like. Um, yeah, but I think that's the team in the few of the future okay. in the East, man. They're okay. definitely they're definitely a problem. I don't know if Monroe is going to be a long long term piece for that team. Well, he signed the max deal. Yeah, but I mean I got I don't. I don't know. I, sure, sign the max deal, but and I even these guys like Brodkin had a, yeah. had a good first year, stuff like that. You know, uh, Jason, when you want to get in here uh, yeah, on I the box? Yeah, no. Okay. <laughs> Milwaukee, you know, I, I, just an antidote. I, I traveled to Milwaukee went oh, to a Bucks okay. game on a Tuesday night. Oh, it was probably against jumping, Chicago. just like Rock and Riley's here <laughs> at the Fantasy Sports Radio Network in Studio Thirty Four. I bet there were more people here at Rock and Riley's than maybe in Milwaukee on that, a Tuesday. That's exactly the. That's exactly my conclusion. <laughs> no hate though. No Who hate. Who is coming to help this guy? Right. He's alone. Uh, he is the best, probably the best young player right now. Um, 
Porzingis and Towns maybe aside, but better than better than the latter right now. Mm-hmm. I, I don't see a guy in free agency coming. They're going to have to build through the draft. All right. mm-hmm. And I don't think they're going to be able to do that in the immediate term. All right, all right. And also, of course, big shout out to 1130 AM in Milwaukee, W-I-S-N. <laughs> That's how we do it. Let's go to the West because there's a lot of interesting things here. First of all, I, th- I thought this Jazz Clipper series was very interesting. I thought there was going to be no way the Jazz, at first without Rudy Gobert, were going to be able to hang with the Clippers. But now Gobert back, Blake Griffin gone. Is this pretty much in my – I mean, I'm going to tell you right now, I think you could put the nail in this you know incarnation of the Clippers. I think they're pretty much done. Mm-hmm. Paul probably could be gone. Blake could be gone. Do you think the Clippers have it in them at home tonight? But without Blake, do they even move on? I, I don't think the Clippers – Beat the Jazz in this series. Okay, so you like uh, you like Utah moving on in this series. I do, I do. With Gobert back, Blake sure. out, uh, it's that simple in yep. my opinion. But when you add a p- potential trade, and they're talking mellow, right, right. Yeah. You can I get, get Austin three, Rivers? Can I get Austin Rivers <laughs> and Jamal Crawford? Maybe I think that works for both teams. <laughs> That's yeah. right. And, sure. and, 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 I'm getting ten cents on the dollar, <laughs> exactly. baby. Exactly. Then you, I think what you do is you get that big three. You add somebody. The end of his career, but still sure. a score. Okay. And you can bump yourself up to a top two team, three team, maybe in the West. All right. Now, let me ask you this. Let me ask you guys this. In the Western Conference, obviously, in the same way we're talking about, oh, Cleveland sweeping 4-0, you know, Golden State looks sick <laughs> as always. And, yo, we got a poll question up right now. Get us on that FNTSY radio, Twitter, or at Spittin' Speeds. Right now, we got a poll question up. How would losing head coach Steve Kerr impact the Warriors' title chances, right? Right now, 57% of our voters, and big shout-out to like the 100 people already in the last hour, uh, 57% say nope. See last night? Uh, 37% say maybe, but like later on. And 6% say Golden State will not win. I am probably in the 37% that say maybe later on. Maybe later on, right? Because this is not a team that plays ISO ball. This is a lot of fluid motion. Does As guys who play ball, does that then, you know, do you need your coach more or less in that situation with a team that has such ball movement, such scheme, and is not just like a give it to, give it to uh, Melo in the low post? I'll say that I feel like as the, as the rounds progress, yeah. they're going to need their coach more. more. So when it gets to the Western Conference Finals, when they, right. when they, they're going to need curve. When they get to uh, the finals, when they're playing against the Cavs, because we know it's going to be a Cavs-Warriors series again. No doubt. So, so check this out. We're having so much fun. We got to take a break already. All right. We got to take a break. Yo, check this out. So we're going to do that. We're going to talk Steve Kerr and his back. We're going to talk. We're going to talk Steve Kerr. We're going to talk the schedule. My man Donnie Burns telling me we could go a little bit longer. We can go a little bit longer. You're right. I can't do math. It's spitting statistician. Sometimes I mess it up, Donnie Burns. It's all good. But um, so you think later on, later on. What about you, Jason? I, I fully agree. And yeah. Just to be very clear, to answer your back question, if you've had a back injury, you need to lie down. You Why can't, I've seen Charles down. Barkley be lying down. down on the floor at the end of his career. Yeah. Why can't he coach? Why can't he still coach, though, from the prone position? Listen, they need, a, they ha- need a game manager. When you get closer to the finals, get to the West Coast finals, you need a guy, a coach in the middle, in, the, in those sections. So, like, in timeouts, drawing up plays, yes. or is it knowing the rotation, who to sub in? Which, yes. which part of it? And that's coming from your head coach. You need okay. that from all of it. Okay, know? so so not this round. Okay, next round, right, when they're playing, uh, I guess, the Jazz. If, let's say, Kerr misses all those games, and I give you an over-under, will that, game, will that series go six or seven against the Jazz with no Steve Kerr? No, nah, I think no. that goes five. No. It still goes five. Yeah. At most. Okay, yeah. let's say they see the Spurs... Or the Rockets in the Western Conference Finals. No Steve Kerr. Does that series go seven? They will lose to the Spurs without Kerr. 
Yeah. They will beat the Rockets. Really? Yeah. You never know. Uh, listen, I hear you on that. The Rockets are a wild card to me, though. Yeah. At any point in time, the Rockets can get hot enough to outscore anybody, including the Golden State Warriors. It's possible. Mm. Eric That's... Gordon out there. James Harden. I mean, come on now. It could go either way, but you guys think, okay, so wait. You think the Spurs could beat them. They would beat the Rockets against the Cavs. They need Steve Kerr? Absolutely. Oh, that's, don't yeah, question yeah. about it. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Now we're going to take a break. There's so much more, though, in the NBA that we can talk about. I got my boys in the cypher with me here on the Fantasy Freestyle. Kenton and Jason, we're going to make it happen. Come on back. We're going to talk about the NBA schedule, taking this rest, and what, if anything, can be done about it. It's your boy, Dane Martinez. He's the spitting statistician. You're listening here on the Fantasy Freestyle Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Aha! comes the brand new flavor in your ear. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, Bees the Spittin' Statistician. You're listening to the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Big shout out, as always, to our sports byline affiliates around the country and with the American Forces Radio Network around the world, making Fantasy Freestyle truly a global show. I got my boy Donnie Burns with me on the ones and twos, keeping it so hot that we sweat steam, blowing up like a Samsung 7, but we also are joined by my boys Kenton and Jason in the cypher here today where we're talking NBA playoffs. Hey, yo, I wanted to get your thoughts, uh, Donnie B, on our on our poll question. How important, in your experience, I mean, you coach, how, how important is a coach? Yeah, so in the early rounds, it's not as important because if your team has a good, you know, chemistry, the fluidity takes care of itself. A lot of these times you see these coaches at the end of the game, smart ones at least, won't call timeouts because they trust in their players. Right. So you could get away with that early in the, I guess, playoffs, but... Later on, Steve Kerr is a very, very, very intelligent player. You've seen, I've seen quotes from Michael Jordan. That's one of the only people he trusted. So that's a guy that I want drawing me plays later in the playoffs. But like I said, fluidity early is if your team can do what the Warriors do, score 45 in mm-hmm. one quarter. It's a little ridiculous. So. It is. It is a little ridiculous. I was all hyped to watch that last night, and right I think they literally went nine zero. It literally went nine zero after like five minutes of play. And right now, fifty seven percent of you are saying that Steve Kerr will have absolutely no impact. Didn't he sign? Didn't he sign for like five million a year or something? Yeah. And now, and now, greater than half of you are saying, "Nah, it's all good. It's all good. We do not need him. All we need is the space and tres." All right, check check, check it out. We're going to keep it moving here. One of the topics that we've been talking about on the Fantasy Freestyle, my boy Donnie B knows about this, is this darn schedule, right? And, and, and we've been talking about it from a daily fantasy impact when guys are getting rest. Here on the DFS lineup lock with my boys Benny Riccardi and Sony Sincata from 6 to 7 on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, they were constantly getting, oh, these guys are resting. That means you've got to play these guys. And what I find interesting is a couple things. One, certainly during the NBA playoffs, they space out these games, right? Maybe that's for TV. Maybe that's for players' safety. I don't know. But they certainly, you know, you're not resting Steve, uh, you know, Steph Curry and Klay Thompson for the nationally televised game three of the playoffs. But also, who, who can really stop this in the schedule? The owners are not going to give up the gate. They're not going to shorten it to a 50-game regular season, anything like that. How do we – is this something that we're just – 
you know, gonna see, or is there some some kind of pressure we could apply as fans, as coaches, as as advertisers? What's the way around this, guys? I mean, it comes down to, from a fan standpoint, it's not it's not ideal, right? Uh, right. If you remember that the Saturday night game, San Antonio, the San Antonio Golden, Golden State one, yeah. not one play, not one star. Exactly. You need to give one. And that or was televised, right? That was a televised. Eight o'clock, seven, channel seven. Right. So what? What? I mean, you know, you saw Silver come out with his like sternly worded letter right. to the owners, you know, like. But what is this just going to happen? What can we do? Make the regular season longer to spread out some games, have less back-to-backs? Is it about, like, you know, or does, like, you know, the NBA on NBC do, or, you know, ABC do that? Just be like, listen, nah, we're not going to, you know, pay, we're not going to pay for the contract if we can't risk what the product is out there. I just think the season's too long. Regular season's way too long. Okay. I mean... Yeah, I don't care about the NBA until yeah, Christmas. Exactly. No one cares about until Christmas, right? And on top of that, play, they're going to rest their players because they want to prevent injury. You don't want sure. your team stumbling into the playoffs, right? You want, I, I, we all would much rather watch a team like at 100%. Let me tell you this, though. It's not even this rest. Check this out. In the 1960-61 season, Wilt Chamberlain played all but eight minutes the entire season. He wow. actually averaged over 48 minutes a game because of overtime games and stuff. He yeah. missed eight minutes the entire season. No NBA player this season averaged 38 minutes a game. So by, by, by just mathematically, okay, and, this, and these guys, yo, these guys didn't have, these guys didn't have, you know, hyperbaric chambers, and they didn't have, and they flew coach, you know what I'm saying? But Will Chamberlain, you know, nobody in the NBA played as many minutes you know like he missed eight all season everybody else has been missing eight minutes a game there was Are ten, we just, is it just the wussification ten teams of, okay. in five states and he was the, he was I mean, like the tallest oh, so person West Coast travel <laughs> West Coast travel is what it is yeah. <laughs> it was like the tallest person about two feet and he got that alright 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 let's keep it moving though here we got a lot to get to I, you know I relish all the time here I got with my boys in the cypher <laughs> Donnie B uh, I know you had you had interesting thought on this remember when we had the polls up about who is the true MVP of the league this year you know obviously Russell Russell with his triple double you know 42 triple doubles going ham with it um you know greatest since Oscar Robinson obviously but the argument can be made that James Harden for the offense that they run with Dan Tony is quite frankly the perfect pick and roll player for that offense and they have you know built that team in that way around them there's also the argument for Kawhi Leonard as the best two-way player in the NBA obviously there's also the argument that LeBron James any season he's in the NBA he is the most valuable player similar to Michael Jordan um Donnie Burns let me get you first because we've done this poll a couple of times where are you coming out on this so here's the thing I think I've actually talked to you about yeah I have like a three it's such a loaded question here's my thing if you went by what an MVP should be. This is how it would go. LeBron James would get it. Kawhi should get it. And I would want Russell Westbrook to get it. Okay, okay. But this is not like marry, so it's date, be- kill. It's between Harden and Westbrook. And I have to pick Hard- I mean Westbrook just because of the fact that the, the triple doubles, if you're going by wins with Owen Harden, said they only had like six more wins. Okay, okay. And do you put stats too. Remember we talked about also how James Harden talked about like, yo, Hooper's hoop, and I'm playing in every game. You know, we had this rest conversation, things of that nature. Does the fact that he's playing in all these games tilt it maybe in the favor for you, Jason? It does, and I hope I get invited back even though I correct you. 14 games, uh, 14 additional wins with Harden versus last year. Really? Yeah, and the only difference is D'Antoni. If you would well, say, and, all, and no Dwight Howard, too. No, no Dwight Howard. <laughs> no, no, I agree. I agree. I agree. 
But uh, you have you lost Dwight Howard, you lost Josh Smith, and you and, lost Jason. And Terry. you implemented a brand new offense. Yes. And you implemented a brand new offense. Um, I don't think that's Harden as much as it is D'Antoni. Okay. So I give him D'Antoni the coach of the year, Westbrook. Really? MVP. Yeah. And it's funny. Yo, it's funny, though. Nobody's talking about Billy Donovan for Coach of the Year. And he, like, enabled the conditions for Russell Westbrook to have this historic yeah. season. Why, why, why? If you're talking about how Dan Tony, you know, so it, why can't I apply the same logic and all of a sudden, you know, consider Donovan, you know, an incredible schematic guy? I would say this. Basically, what Donovan's doing is going, "Hey, Russell Westbrook, here's the ball." Why Go is D'Antoni not hand. doing? Why is D'Antoni not doing the same thing? That's what he's, he's doing. He's pick and roll basketball. Okay, Harden's getting a lot more out of his players than okay. uh, than uh, Westbrook is. Okay, okay, uh, Jason. I said no shooters on Oklahoma City, so I actually agree with your comment about Donovan. He deserves more. It's not. I don't think it's just Westbrook going okay. uh, solo. I think he's actually making a lot of plays for him. He doesn't have a lot of talent around him. There's Two guys. One right. was injured for most of the year. Sure. I, I don't see it. Harden has a much easier pass scheme yeah. okay. with D'Antoni. Fair enough. And, yo, these are my boys here on the side for Jason and Ken. And, of course, Donnie B., NBA correspondent on the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, which boy, Dane Martinez, speeds the spitting statistician. Let's keep it moving here, though, in the cipher. Um we here in New York, okay, Studio 34, Rock and Riley's, directly across the street from Madison Square Garden. So I would be remiss if I didn't have two big-time Knicks fans here. We didn't get into this melodrama for a hot second. Here's what I was saying, and, you know, truth be told, a little inside radio. Jason over here, this is one of my boys. I probably text him about 50 times a day, so I might have, he may have heard this before, but what I've said on air, you never thought, you know how in hockey how they have, like, the plus-minus stat? You never thought that Melo's plus-minus on rings when he was in New York would be minus one after his experience. <laughs> But it turns like it is. And this is like this. I think that's like emblematic of this entire melodrama, right? First, talk to me about, um, you know, Phil. What is Phil doing? Um, How did Melo play it? And do you think that elevates the cachet, the narrative of Melo, that he pretty much did handle this all like a professional, I would say? I don't think Melo cares a ton um, about what Phil is saying. Fair. uh, To be honest with you. But I think Phil is saying things that are mo- what Mostly most New true. Yorkers yeah. believe. Um, I think Melo should be somewhere else at this point in his at career. This point, we, can't, right? we can't win uh, with the current lineup. Right, and so it must actually transition, and everyone must know it should be Porzingis and building around Porzingis, right? If he's willing to stay. Yeah. Based on his most recent comments, if he's willing to stay, that would be, right. that would be I mean, he is playing for Latvia. We know that. 3-6 yeah. yeah. Latvia. 3-6 Latvia. <laughs> I'll tell you, I feel, I worry, um, I feel it's like a bad relationship. It's just time to just... Go our separate ways. Uh-huh. Let Melo find let happiness I, somewhere else. You know, let us keep Phil, I guess. And I guess. As with his senile. He seems senile to me. I don't know what's going Yo, on with him. Leave it to 70-year-old men in power these uh. days to make some crazy decisions. Yo, check this out, though. Um, here's my other question. And we had Donnie Burns. Donnie Burns, my boy, is also the love doctor here on the <laughs> Fantasy Freestyle. And Donnie Burns, remember, we were talking about this. Um, he got her pregnant, though? Come on now. Don't you, don't you like, don't you kind of know to at least, I kind of think that this is some weird PR thing to just make like, let's get it, let Mellow's maybe hitting the reset button. Hey, Donnie Burns, you were talking this as a man, as a, as a ladies woman. The love doctor. The love doctor. You, you, um, like, Mellow's got to know better than that, right? I smell something shady here. What do you think, Donnie B? I think we talked about this as well. Like, this is just a story that if you put on the front page, I'm reading regardless. Right. I'm a sports guy, so I don't care what the 
the magazine is. I don't care what they're talking about. I'm reading that. So I, it could be true. It could not be true. But what is your take on this, how it all got to the you know page six and page one of the New York Post here? <laughs> I'll say poor Mello. Poor Mello. <laughs> but I'll also say at the end of the day, man, we should just let him go. I mean, this just stuff, let it you go. know, this stuff is this stuff is ridiculous and like we're watching the movie Frozen. I mean, let it go. I mean, let it go. I'm just I'm I'm over it like I wish him well. I think, I think we were shocked when we thought he impregnated a stripper. This was a regular woman. Oh, a regular master. woman. Master. No, this means this wasn't an affair. Got right? it. That's Got what it. it seems like. Got it. Masters from Northwestern. Oh, okay. Legit. Worthy of pregnancy. I, I see. I see. I no, I saw, okay. If you say so. If you say so. Um, I saw this one crazy thing with um, Lala and Gabrielle Union. And Gabrielle Union, though, was like, nah, it's okay. Yes. I stay with Dwayne Wade. He's got rings. So that's why it's okay. But who knows, man? Everybody has their own things. We're here on the Fantasy Freestyle. Last thing I want to tell you um, before we go to break here. Let's look ahead. And I'm talking about what used to be titans of the NBA, the Celtics and the Lakers. I believe that you're going to see incredible small forwards go to each of these teams in the offseason. I believe we're going to see Paul George head out west. And I believe that joining Brad Stevens in Boston will be former Butler great Gordon Hayward moving over there. What do you think about these like historically great teams potentially moving on? What must they do to uh, even improve? We saw Boston doesn't look like they have enough. Maybe Rondo might help. You know, The Rondo injury might get them past it there. But they're clearly lacking something. Do you think these historic franchises can uh, be on the come up in the next couple of years? I definitely see with Boston if they, if they can if get, they get Hayward, Hayward. If they can get Hayward. I mean, that's all Isaiah. And Thomas don't you think makes. Brad? Don't you think person. Stevens is just like chomping at the bit to get his former Butler star back? Oh, no question about it. <laughs> no question about it. And Hayward right. is really throwing out this. this Absolutely season, right. He's, he's showing out, and you don't think so? Like he's kind of hidden out there in Utah. Donnie Burns, what do you think? Gordon Hayward to the Celtics? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how they how they would get around that. I don't really know because the thing with the Celtics now is. Like I said, they all four, except for Isaiah Thomas, defend really well. The only knock-on is Marcus Smart and Jay Crowder sometimes really can't score the ball. So a Gordon Hayward would be really nice. All right. And lastly, on Paul George, you know, I've been saying literally he's been commenting about his teammates, you know, critical on PJ, on Tucker, critical on Stevenson. Is he just trying to get himself out of Indiana? Uh, wouldn't you? I mean, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I, I think that it's uh, it, it, he doesn't quite have a mellow situation, but he needs to move to a team where he's closer to a win-now situation. And, and Indiana, if you remember, coming into the season, this was a team that should have been a top three team just on paper. Yeah. Sure, and they just, they just didn't turn out to be that case. But I think he's out. All right, and just so you guys know, that was my boy Jason. That was not Speeds, the spitting statistician. Big shout out to 1350 AM Kokomo, Indiana, and 1490 AM Richmond, Indiana. We'll be coming right back to tie a nice, neat little bow on this episode of the Fantasy Freestyle. Coming right back, even if you're in Indiana, where we're here live on the Fantasy Freestyle on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network and, of course, our Sports Byline affiliates, even in Indiana, and the American Forces Radio Network. Come on right back.
First things first, I want to give a big shout out to Joe Pizza Pia, my man Joey Pizza Pizza and the Fantasy Black Book. That's what's coming up next on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. And my man Joe is going to join me on Friday, it sounds like, for a little bit of special NFL draft coverage. Big shout out once again. Thanks a bunch to my boys, Kenton and Jason, for joining the Cypher today. Um, check in real quick on the polls. 62% of you do not agree with the NFL policy. Agree with your boy Speeds and Spittin' Statistician that a diluted sample should not constitute a failed drug test. That's the situation that Jabril Peppers and Reuben Foster, the linebacker out of Alabama, are in leading up to the NFL draft. Some team's going to get very lucky getting Reuben Foster later than he should go. And right now, 56% of you are saying that head coach Steve Kerr, who makes millions has no impact on the Golden State Warriors title chances. That's kind of messed up, though, guys, no? I, I agree with your fans. <laughs> well, we will see. We got we'll a couple. Of money. And hopefully when we get to the finals, maybe you guys can come on back on the show and talk about it. My man, uh, I got Donnie Burns with me. The Love Doctor will continue tomorrow on the show. We're going to break down the wide receivers going into the NFL draft. All that and more here on the Fantasy Freestyle with your boy Dane Martinez. Speeds, the spitting statistician. Quick check of the baseball scores right now. In the uh, After two innings, the Detroit Tigers up big on the Mariners have already scored four runs. We are scoreless in Baltimore, 0-0. The Cubs are up one nothing. Remember, a lot of postponements in Major League Baseball today in Philadelphia, Boston, and here in New York. Um, so that's it for me, Dane Martinez, Speeds, a spitting statistician from a rainy, rainy Studio 34 here in Rock and Riley's. I bid you adieu for yet another day. Quick picks, though, on this Jazz Clipper series. We like Utah moving on of course Utah. does Houston close it out tonight uh, yeah they do they do they do <laughs> okay and, and San Antonio we like San Antonio uh, I have to say yes. All right, all right, all right. We'll come on back. We're going to hold these guys accountable. They're going to have to come on back. I'm your boy, Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. The Spitting Statistician. This has been yet another episode of the Fantasy Freestyle on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Come on back tomorrow. We'll do it again. Ah!